Hi, this is Maggie, Teresa, and Renielle, and this is the Between the Bees and Me podcast, where we share our musings and observations on what it's like being young 20-somethings in 2018. Episode 3, Body Image. Use your mics. Oh, are we, are we recording? I just hit record. <laughs> I probably won't use any of this. It's organic. You never know. Wait, you got that at Free People? Yeah. Can I smell They it? have it in a couple different... Um, they have a turmeric one that's for spot treatments, and they have another one that I don't know because... I take turmeric pills. Do you? Oh, it smells I do. good. It smells like matcha. It smells like matcha. Weird. And it's, like, really nice, and I use it on my lips and on my, like, face oil. and, like, here because mm-hmm. it's where I get, like, the most dry. Is, like, eat this. Yeah. I know. Doesn't it smell so good? It don't, smells please. like a green tea latte. But it's good. Yeah, it does. I love... Me love me matcha. It has coconut oil too and beeswax. Beeswax. Bees. Speaking of beeswax. Oh (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Are we like recording a podcast right now? Yes. Yes. It's been a while, ladies. It's It's been a while. It's really just been like a week and a half, but like that's still. Yeah, it's been been two weeks. It's been over two weeks because we didn't do it at all last week. Life got in the way. It's Here fine. Here we are. We're back. We're back and we're doing Better episode three. Yeah. Even though we haven't published anything yet. So <laughs> not only do people not miss us, they don't know we <laughs> exist. <laughs> so. It's fine. So I want to hear y'all's updates on your social media challenges. Oh, right. Okay. For yeah. <laughs> okay. Rainy. Okay. <laughs> I meant to like write down like observations I had and things like that. It's okay. I didn't do that. So... I gave, you know, me and Maggie, we gave up social media for a week. Um, and the main, uh, for the main portals, outlets of social media mm-hmm. I use are mostly Instagram and Snapchat. And then I also gave up like Twitter, Facebook. I did notice like sometimes I would think of a funny thought and then I would be like, you can't tweet it. And then I was like, <laughs> why do I feel the need to share my funny thoughts? And then I was like, I guess I just want people to know I'm funny. Um, I mean, some people already know, but yeah, <laughs> we certainly do. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like it wasn't that bad towards the end, but it is, there was like, I remember like I entered like, you know, Instagram contest mm-hmm. and then I was like, I don't know if I'm going to win. I didn't win, but I remember this one time one of my friends gave up Instagram for like Lent or something, or she just like gave it up cause like it was making her feel bad. She won like a hammock and she didn't even know. That's hilarious. And then she later found out and she's like. Hey, can I still get that hammock? Yeah. I don't know if they gave it to her. I don't think they did, but yeah, Instagram. They well, that's really contest. funny. I actually, so I, <laughs> do you ever go on Instagram on your computer? Mm-hmm, I do. Okay. So I didn't use, I didn't touch anything the whole week, except <laughs> I, I don't know how if I just kind of because I don't think that I could have done it on accident. I must have just like typed in something into like my search bar that wasn't Instagram, but something came up that it was like, oh, like you want to go to Instagram? Mm -hmm. Like it was in my recently searched or whatever. And so just like not thinking about it I was like okay yeah go to Instagram like I wasn't thinking about (laughs) because it wasn't on my phone and it wasn't on the app and Mm -hmm. so I wasn't like being conscious about Mm -hmm. it and it was uh linked to my makeup Instagram 
Um, and like literally within the two or three days that I hadn't been on Instagram, one of the things that I had posted before got like reposted by this lady who, like the lady who taught my classes Uh and stuff, um, on like this, like alum page for mm-hmm. people who had been students and just like complimenting my makeup and she reposted it was like beautiful nice. like colors and all this stuff and people were commenting on it and like Ooh. people had followed me and I was like oh my god if I don't respond I'm gonna look like <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna look uh-huh. like mm-hmm. ungrateful yeah um so I like responded to it and then I was like okay nothing else <laughs> yeah but other than that well, I didn't that was like the only thing I think that's a different I yeah, didn't go but, on my personal yeah. at all I didn't go on finsta I only went on the makeup thing to like, and then while I was there, I was like, did anybody message me or anything? Yeah. But. <laughs> I, feel that. I, I feel like the only thing is like there, I forget there are some people who I talk to through Snapchat. So mm-hmm. then like I wasn't talking to them quite as much or like, I mean, when I, I think when I gave it up, I was, I sent a Snapchat out that was like, Hey, like I'm going to give up Snapchat for like a week, like just to the people that I talk to every day on Snapchat. So I was like, text me if you want. And I think like one of them texted me and then the other one didn't really, but like, she, I remember she deleted Snapchat at one point, too, and then we kind of stopped talking. Well, not we didn't stop talking, but it was like we don't talk as much through yeah. texting. If you're not going to make yourself accessible to me on <laughs> Snap, then I don't want to talk. <laughs> Which is funny how it's like that because I'm like, but sometimes I will, there will be just something small that I right. will want to share, and I'm like, well, I don't, so I don't know why I feel like um, I can't make a text about it. Texting's too serious. It's too, yeah. too personal. No. Texting, you know, it doesn't go away after a couple seconds, but... Mm. <laughs> Which is yeah. Sharon, Rini? <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's just like a lot of times people will send me things on like Instagram yeah. or Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And like you can't. I mean, I guess it's like I would just have to send the links. No, Which yeah. Which isn't that bad. But I, I mean, guess you you're get, so I get, yeah, I get it though. In. Like you get into those like this is a conversation yeah. that I have with somebody on Snapchat. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. Um, I found that it really like improved my well-being on it like honestly and I'm like in not a holier than thou Mm -hmm. kind of way like it genuinely like it was kind of freeing to just not have it there and be like you know what for this week I'm not touching it and it, it it was just nice like it's not like it radically improved my life yeah it felt good though just like to not be plugged in 24 7 yeah i just think you know everybody should do it a little bit once in a yeah. while because i it feel just... like if i like wasn't living at home right now and i had more things to do on a daily basis it would have been nicer because i feel like sometimes i if you're when you're plugged in you like forget to like check in with the people you see all the time uh-huh. but i don't see anyone all the time <laughs> like you guys so and my parents so i'm like kind of miss you social media yeah it was nice it was good it's always i feel like that's it's a good thing to like do to just like keep yourself in check yeah Mm -hmm. and like because y'all did that i found myself thinking about it more even though i did not give up social media i found myself just like opening apps again like after i just closed them and Mm -hmm. just it was just like why am i doing this and Mm -hmm. then just kind of yeah it made me question and then try to do something else instead of just sitting on my phone and looking at Snapchat and then closing it and then looking at it again. And then I know that's it. the thing. Like yeah, that's was really I what I do. To, like sushi media. I don't use social media <laughs> as much as I used to. Cause I feel like I would be able to like spend hours on Instagram before, which I can like sometimes, mm-hmm. but I feel like what really sucks me in now is like YouTube, Netflix. Yeah. Netflix. Which is like 
can be problematic but <laughs> in a different way yeah because yeah. i didn't the whole time i was like still like watching you know <laughs> planner setups it sucks even in a different way because you're not like talking really to anyone besides like if you you know comment at each other or something right, like right. that and i'm not definitely yeah not i feel like I, I just like it to like in passing i feel like the only bad thing about like netflix and youtube is like it'll keep me up at night sometimes mm-hmm. yeah, same i've been sleeping really late because of yeah those things mm-hmm. i really need to like get into a better sleep schedule yeah it's a work in progress like yesterday i got into bed at 11 41 and i was like yeah early i didn't sleep till like 2 a.m i know bad. the other night i was doing homework until like 2 30 and then i went to bed but I couldn't fall asleep until like five. Oh and I don't God. know why. Oh, no, I That's feel. terrible. And I think it's because like. Because you're like keyed up. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one, it's in my head. But also I feel like I'm in a cycle because I've been sleeping at like 2 or 3 a.m. Like for the past couple weeks, which is bad. But I mean, I do get enough sleep because like I don't, since I also don't, don't have, have anything up. to wake up for. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, it's bad because I want to get back into like a normal sleep schedule. Mm-hmm. Like this morning I woke up at like 8, but I had only gotten like five hours of sleep mm-hmm. so i was like but well, you're trying to like reset yourself yeah. yeah so it's hard because then there's been a couple of days where like i'd have to wake up early for an event with my family and i'm like i'm gonna sleep early tonight but like but then you can't you can't, you can't yeah, make yourself can't do it and yeah. i'm like i'm so sleep deprived why won't i just fall asleep and it, yeah it's bad i gotta yeah. i need to reset soon and like yeah. i don't know try melatonin or something yeah <sighs> sleeping love sleep. it it'll get you though <laughs> it'll get you big fan <laughs> can <laughs> oh my god yeah. that's funny well do you want to like do you want to jump the right topic in? Yeah, yeah go for it okay so this week's topic we chose beauty body image and self-love so i looked up body image on the internet google defines body image as... <laughs> this is my favorite thing that's happening <laughs> what is google body defined image? is body image <laughs> Well, Google says that body image is the subjective picture or mental image of one's own body. And I was thinking, where does body image come from? So then I um, Googled it and it brought me to this website. And this is where I'm getting all this. This is my source. um, www.nationaleatingdisorder.org. And then, so it defines body image um, with three points. So and we can assume this is going to have a negative connotation. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. so, okay. Well, actually, it's actually, it, it's, it's a lot, pretty it's neutral. Telling. Okay. It's telling. Um, okay. So number one is what you believe about your own appearance, including memories, assumptions, and generalizations. Number two is how you feel about your body, including your height, shape, and weight. Number three how you sense and control your body as you move, how you physically experience or feel your body. So at, from a young age, we internalize um, our body our body image either negatively or positively, and this can lead to mental, like it, it affects your mental well-being and then can lead to eating disorders. So yeah. yeah. How do you feel about body image lately? ladies <laughs> lately, lately how do you feel about it lately wow how fitting it's october 3rd and like i always october. think of um when i think about like body image and like my first experiences with it i think of that um scene where the plastics and yes. caddy heron are all in front of the mirror and they're like naming all the things they don't like about themselves and caddy's like katie 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 heron <laughs> Lindsay lohan she's like <laughs> 
I really bad breath in the morning because they're all like, I hate this about myself. I hate this about myself. And she's like, you know. Yeah. Because I feel like sometimes like girls can bond over their insecurities Mm -hmm. because it is like something that it's like nice to know that people are going through the same things that you're going through. Yeah. But I feel like in I feel like I was like a relatively confident person besides I had really bad teeth when I was younger like they were very crooked but Mm -hmm. I feel like I was like relatively confident until like the sixth grade Mm -hmm. and then I was like things are happening people are like hating like it was like I always think about that mean girls scene because yeah. I'm like okay like did you start to feel like this is how I have to look at myself is like okay what's yeah. wrong with me what do I yeah. ha- what do I have to Cause fix I'm like oh yeah because it's like you want to like fit in and like I guess subconsciously you're like oh well these people they say all these things about themselves okay so what do I not like about mm-hmm. myself yeah so definitely yeah yeah that's interesting that, that's, that's like my earliest point. memory I think that your body image is kind of introduced to you by other people and Mm -hmm. you don't think anything is wrong until other people point out things that are wrong about themselves and then you start questioning yeah because that's the thing we we have this like um caricature of body image where it's like you know you grow up and like there's some little kid in your class that calls you fat or like says you 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 know four eyes or whatever and like that's how it starts but I feel like for a lot of people that's actually not how it starts it's Mm -hmm. like what you guys are saying where it's them pointing out their own flaws and then you Mm -hmm. trying to you know like yeah it's very interesting yeah I just want to say that I forgot what it was that was my favorite thing (laughs) listening back to the last episode when you're like oh I lost my train of thought and then like five (laughs) minutes later you're like uh oh yeah social media is like shortening our attention spans (laughs) it's so funny it's so funny yeah uh oh yeah and i feel like just like learn when you learn about the societal norms and like what is admired in like for societal beauty standards that's i guess when you start comparing yourself to Mm -hmm. it bad yeah good negative things like i feel like I don't, I guess it like comes and goes, but you know, like the whole like hourglass shape, like Mm -hmm. big boobs, big butt. So I feel like when I was younger, I was like, oh, I wish I had bigger boobs. And like that kind of comes and goes. Like the other day I was like, would I get a boob job? And then I was like, nah, like. I do that too. I was like, I think it will hurt a lot. I don't really like pain and cutting (laughs) and like those things. And like, what if it pops? Like that freaks me out. Yeah. Cause I know, like I have this one friend who, uh, sorry, were you about to say something? (laughs) I know sometimes I'm like, dang girl. It's okay, like itty bitty titty committee. It's also you a lot easier it. to wear clothes because people aren't thinking you're like too sexual and stuff. And that's also a bad thing is that people say that people with big boobs are like too sexual and over sexualized when it's like no, right, that's just like their that's, body. That's what they look like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I just did that. So I'm sorry, <laughs> but yeah, like, it is. It's hard to like navigate through it. Yeah, without like, it's, yeah, because it's a touchy subject. It is. Right. It's like how last week when we were talking about um, plus size models mm-hmm. and, you know, you were saying about the plus size yeah. model that was on the magazine that mm-hmm. people were like, oh, you're glorifying obesity. Mm-hmm. And it's like there is kind of, you know, we want people to be healthy, mm-hmm. but also we want to accept yeah. all yeah. kinds of bodies. Uh-huh. So it's, you know, it is like a. Yeah. But as like much as people say that they're like accepting of all types of bodies i feel like the the overall mindset of everyone of society is still fixated on this skinny perfect yeah i feel like in more recently tall, we're starting to like yeah 
which is weird because like you when you like think about what the i guess yeah (laughs) what what was like admired throughout the decades because like wasn't like marilyn monroe wasn't she like a curvier kind of yeah but then if you also look up like how much she weighed and like her actual measurements like she's it's like she was still very small you know and so it's like she was like curvier and but she was still like but she was mm -hmm. still like yeah she was still very small and then if you look at like somebody like ariana grande who looks like skinny and cute and you know she doesn't but but she's tiny so tiny but there's nothing wrong with that yeah Yeah. but it's like she is very very tiny and it's like if you're trying to a good person to like compare to like i'm like yeah ariana like i feel like i'm around her height so i'm like yeah Mm -hmm. small girls with no butt no titty (laughs) <laughs> and she also I'm dresses <laughs> just one anyway my roommate from freshman year she was someone who like we would always like talk about her insecurities and it's like hard to talk someone up about themselves because mm-hmm. like she would always mm-hmm. complain about having small boobs and like i was like i'm in the same boat like yeah i wish i had bigger boobs sometimes but like it's interesting to see like how certain insecurities weigh on certain people or i mm-hmm. guess it just it really is i guess about coming to terms with your own body or not coming to terms with it but just like learning yeah. to like love yourself because I was like I feel like I was like sad about that stuff before and then I kind of got over it because I was like oh, I don't really want to get a boob job so I'm just gonna like yeah love it like right you know just you accept well. it and then there, it's like hard because that's something that I remember she would always like bring up to me every now and then when she was getting like sad or she'd be like oh, I wish my butt was bigger all these things and it, it also is like you see a lot of people especially recently in social media with like fitness gurus or whatever mm-hmm. and they're all doing like their it's butt like, workouts yeah, and things glute, like that like 30 day glute challenge yeah, and i'm like the things that i do because i've like you know i've seen it i'm like maybe i'll try doing that but then i'm like i'm not gonna like increase my like calorie intake by that much and like because i know i'm not gonna work out as yeah. much as they mm-hmm. are so i'm like mm-hmm. i'm just gonna chill with my you know normal size but that's not like popping but like you know it's fine it's yeah. popping <laughs> stop it yeah thanks it thanks. is popping because yeah, yeah it's just crazy because like oh sorry oh no 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 it's good i'm just like are they gonna work out like that for the rest of their life yeah right. because like that muscle thing. turns into fat if you don't yeah keep up with it so i'm like right. I, I i don't think i can do it so i'm like I'm just, but if it's their job like kim yeah. kardashian and kylie jenner right where it's like, like that's part of that's yeah is them looking you know actors and actresses yeah. like that's part of their job is to mm-hmm. look a certain way yeah um so yeah and i feel like that's something that people always forget that they see these celebrities and they're like why can't i look like them and i'm like they have the time to do that because yeah. they get paid mm-hmm. they to get exercise paid to look and like they that. have personal trainers and yeah. dietitians who mm-hmm. are keeping them accountable mm-hmm. for the way that they're working out yeah. what they're eating and you know so it's like whenever i see like you know like i don't, I don't know i feel like you see kylie jenner like post like pictures of you know she's eating like popeyes or whatever yeah but then like you don't see that probably like (laughs) maybe that's like the only thing she ate that day Mm -hmm. and like she also worked out for four hours you know and so it's like you start to see that and you're like oh my god she looks so perfect her stomach's so flat her butt's so big she's eating like this yeah you know and you just are like (laughs) you know like how she's been posting (laughs) She's been posting like pictures of her food, uh-huh. and it's just like morning, 
like it's at lunchtime dinner like and it'll be multiple pictures so i'm like okay but then why in the back of my mind i'm like doubting i'm like is she really eating this right and there was this instagram account that's like they didn't eat that or something like that where it's it's old so they don't really post stuff anymore but they yeah used to post pictures of models and actresses like with a burger like in front of their face or like something like that and be like wow like they didn't actually eat this like who are you kidding you know yeah Yeah. and i mean it's it yeah because on the one hand it's like would she would she be going to all that trouble like posting three meals a day if she's not really eating them maybe she is really eating them Mm -hmm. and i don't want to think like oh you know i don't know whatever but then also when you hear about like the kardashian diet that's so restricted like the kim kardashian diet Mm. um and it's like just so 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 restricted it's like that makes more sense to me if you're gonna look like the way that you know kim kardashian generally looks it's like that diet and her workout schedule makes more sense Uh um but you know i mean if it's some sort of like campaign to encourage young girls that follow her to like actually eat like i don't know i just i'm trying to make it like i feel like you know yeah that's interesting because it's like you would think that when you're paid to look good that you are not allowed to eat like but then there's also those people who are like i eat what i want just in moderation Mm -hmm. or those people that eat everything and they don't like they still yeah they're not like gaining weight or anything kylie ate like a full like popeye's meal she has time to work out i mean i don't know her daily schedule i'm sure she has like meetings and things but i'm sure she also has time work out yeah well again yeah she's probably got like a also, trainer yeah, she's and, like a baby and she's and been stuff. doing this since that. she was nine basically yeah. also i mean the way that she went from like like postpartum to like her you know yeah like body kind of however fast feel, yeah. you know and like i'm not being judgmental about yeah. that but it's like how fast mm-hmm. she transitioned from like i just had a baby to like i look like i didn't yeah yeah. it's like incredible and so that i feel like is indicative of how much she must work for yeah and like that too like when those pictures came out and it she was just like had all that cellulite everywhere they didn't photoshop it or something Mm -hmm. and she all of a sudden like kicked it into gear and now she's posting all of these photos of her looking very toned and very yeah but it's like so sad because i did see that when she had like that photo shoot in the swimsuits or whatever where she was like back to like her you know perfect body whatever and how she was like you know i saw those pictures and i was really you know shaken and Mm -hmm. i realized i need to get my life into yeah and it's like it's just like you just had a baby there's nothing wrong with it there's nothing wrong with it yeah i can't imagine like i guess it's just part of her career yeah she's just crazy also i saw this ad though on instagram with uh, for these athletic shorts and then the girl in the ad had cellulite this is so refreshing to see this yeah and picture I think definitely like if you look on glossier's website yeah <laughs> you know like they're when their they have body, all their body products yeah. mm-hmm. all of the there's like a pregnant model there's like all kinds of different body types yeah um represented you know and i don't know I, so i think we are moving toward that but mm-hmm. it doesn't make the issue of body it's it's you know because you see both of it and yeah. it relates back to stuff we were talking about last week about like you know social media mm-hmm. and posting like bikini pictures and like glorifying yeah women posting photos of themselves not completely dressed 
yeah. not that there's anything wrong with that <laughs> you know it's it's like touchy yeah. but you it, know it's a very slippery slope when it comes to things like that i also have this random history thing history fact so when i first heard, thought about this i thought about twiggy you know the um mm-hmm. the model so i looked her up her name is leslie hornby i think that's how you say it and she was um she still is a model actress singer mm-hmm. and she was active starting in 1966 so before then i feel like the ideal woman was not this like skinny model type it mm-hmm. was like a marilyn monroe yeah. that was more mm-hmm. curvy. curvy so i think that is a crazy like a starting point in like obviously before that too women were supposed to be perfect according to societal standards but i think that twiggy was and that's also a degrading name too because like jab she's skinny i and, forgot about that yeah and she's skinny and she's beautiful and she's a model but twiggy is just mm-hmm. it just sounds bad and then that's just also kind of making fun of her body in a way yeah because like skinny people are also very insecure that's the other right thing. yeah i mean it's not like it's not like your problems go away once you become skinny or if you're skinny you don't have any yeah. problems yeah because it, it is i know like i have one friend who's like super super tiny and she'll like every now and then she'll like post things about like because you know the, i feel like there's you know there's like that um who's, whose song is it no move the one that's selena like, gomez the one that's like um <laughs> Big, it's Nicki not like Minaj. big butts. Wait, no, what's her name? Anaconda. Megan, Megan, <laughs> Megan Trainer. Megan Trainer. She had that song about Anaconda. <laughs> okay, that one's super degrading. To, she that one's super degrading to skinny women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, Megan right, Trainer. No like, too. Yeah, her that song one? was like super. Like people were getting offended, like left and right, and like no one like. I honestly, I kind of like. I like that song. I'm like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't have the biggest butt, but like the song, pretty catchy. But. <gasps> Yeah, after that, I did see, like, a lot of, like, skinny, skinny people I know be, like, we're super beautiful, too. I mean, not saying that verbatim, obviously, but just, mm-hmm. like, that kind of thing. And, yeah, it's, like, I feel like when you're going back and forth, like, the debate between, like, what's better, it's, like, well, why does, it, like, one have to be better than the other? Like, we just... Right. Mm-hmm. And I think we are starting to shift towards, like, acceptance towards all body types, but it is harder because, like, obviously, people who are very skinny, like people who are bigger aren't always going to understand their side of things yeah. and how like there are they people haven't who, had the experience yeah and like you're just always working off of your own experiences so like they're not going to understand like these girls like might be like eating a ton but it's like they can't put on weight and that's not their mm-hmm. fault it's just like genetics right and things like that or like yeah like being skinny doesn't mean you're healthy like yeah i right. am tiny but i don't have any muscle like it's Right. And I think I that's worried. like yeah. the ideal body type right now is like that JLo super toned, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, athletic build, like thick, <laughs> you know, like C's. that's the, that's the, you know, it, because, you know, that like wafy skinny look had a phase mm-hmm. too, 90s. like in the 90s. Yeah. Like that, you know, that Kate was. Moss and um, I don't know who else was. Kate <laughs> Moss, that's it. <laughs> And so, but it's like think of like Kira Knightley and yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's just so many different body types, and there's like, like multiple Sultan. people who are famous. But yeah, I mean they're obviously not the only people in that industry. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah, I guess when you like zero in on one type, that's when like the problems start coming up. But I mean now we have like 
Ariana Grande, but there's also like right, right. Ashley there's like a that's why I think we are moving toward like more acceptance. It's not that it's like, but it's not all bodies. It's just a wider range. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. so we're not like quite there yet, but hopefully we're getting there. But yeah, but then at the same time, like I think promoting healthy mm-hmm. yes is yeah i think that's the most you know what i mean for sure and it's hard because mm-hmm. it's like what works for one person's not always gonna work for you like there's so many people who yeah. are like i'm on the keto diet i'm a vegan i'm blah 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 but right. like yeah it doesn't mean it's gonna work for you like you have a different chemical composition you have different like needs mm-hmm. and body yeah right composition i said that yeah. and that's like that, whenever yeah. people because you know i lost a lot of weight from high school to where i am now i've I mean, to be, like, to put it into, like, numbers, I mean, when I was a junior in high school, I was, like, at the heaviest I ever was, and I was, like, one, uh, like, 150-something, and now I weigh, like, 115 pounds, so I've lost a lot of weight, you know, for somebody who's 5'2", like, mm-hmm. it's a big difference, um, but whenever people ask me, I immediately am like, I didn't do it the right way at first. Like, mm-hmm. I did not do it the right way. And I would never tell people to, like, because I lost weight, like, fast. Senior year, like, I dropped a lot of weight. And I was, like, starving myself. You know, I was doing, like, bad, bad things for myself. Um, And so, you know, it's like, I never want to, like, it's like, the stuff that I've worked for, I want to accept the compliments, but I also never want people to, like, glorify mm-hmm. yeah. the weight that I've lost. Yeah. Because it's, like, one, like, I'm still the same person, and also, you know, I don't know, it's just, like, it feels weird when I know that I did things that, like, weren't good for me for mm-hmm. a really long time to to get to a place where I started changing more of like my lifestyle. It reminds me of that episode of, was it Lizzie McGuire when Miranda was going through? Oh yeah. 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 That, that was, was a was good me. episode. That yeah. was me. The Miranda <laughs> episode. <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy because so many people and like, we don't talk about that like that much in high school, which is like, I feel like you go in Earl, in Earl girl school mm-hmm. and yeah. all girl school would be like a great place to talk about body image and like eating disorders and mm-hmm. things like that. Cause I remember I was talking to a girl from high school also and she was like yeah there were days where I thought I was so fat then and I would just not eat anything the whole day mm-hmm. and like she's like she looks back and she's like I was so skinny in high school like I don't know why yeah. I like would starve mm-hmm. myself and I remember I would have days and like I remember thigh gaps were like really yeah. in at one yeah, point yeah, yeah. and I was like I made fun I, of that in the picture oh yeah yeah and I was like <laughs> I remember being like I'm small but I don't have a thigh gap and I'm like it's just because like my hips Your are hips not are wide. Set a certain yeah, way, right. I have very very narrow hips. But I remember when I was younger, I would when I was younger in high school. I remember I would do like inner thigh workouts, yeah. and I I remember there was like there would be days where I'm like, okay, I won't eat anything. But then I was like, I love food. I cannot yeah. do it. And then I would eat more. Yeah, because I had like restrained myself. Which is crazy because yeah. you're like tiny and yeah. you've always been tiny. But and yeah, it is crazy that you were like, even like, oh, but I don't have a thigh gap, mm-hmm. yeah. so I must not be like doing something right. Yeah. And it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just like no matter like what size you are, you always have. I feel like you, especially in puberty and like in high school, that's like a prime time. You're going to like have things you're unhappy about just because you don't look like the people you see on TV. Mm-hmm. Or should we just 
talk about beauty and feminism? Let's just talk. Yeah, we'll we'll pick up here. Okay, like beauty and feminism. Yeah, I mean, so that was kind of what my that was what my senior thesis was on. Woo. Um, reconciling the beauty industry and the ideals of feminism, and that's something that I struggle with because I love beauty so much i love cosmetics i love the whole industry i love makeup artistry um but i also see myself as a feminist Mm -hmm. um and so it's kind of like can you be both like can Mm -hmm. you love cosmetics and beauty and also you know truly be like have feminist goals um and it's something that I don't feel like I, I came up with an answer to mm-hmm. with uh-huh. my thesis. You know, but it's you like still explored it, which is really nice. And right. really I like that idea of like beauty is a social construct and it's mainly geared towards women. But why? And like Right. Why and and we... my whole thing was that, you know, the beauty industry was founded by women was created by women for women as like a communal experience um but then you can also look at that like how we you know when we started talking about this topic that we bond over Mm -hmm. negativity Mm -hmm. and that's not a good thing um but you know i mean if we're looking at the modern cosmetics industry a lot of people's gripe about um, just you know why it's problematic is because a lot of it is headed by you know male executives mm-hmm. yeah. CEOs um, you know they're running like tampon you know brands and um, makeup brands and so it feels like you know men are selling us these products which I mean is not untrue and that's not a good thing um but most of these brands when you look at the way that they started they were founded by women Mm -hmm. um and i just i have always felt like color cosmetics was um it 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 is inherently like self-expressive um because we don't look like color cosmetics like we don't look like there's no way to naturally look like that yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and we don't look like eyeliner and mascara and you can say that they're to accentuate like or you know create you know i don't know more of what you want Mm -hmm. or what you like you know what would be ideal for a face for a woman's face but i don't know i i've just always felt like and there's just so many good examples of like Elizabeth Arden, you know, in the 1920s, handing out lipsticks to these suffragettes, yeah. um, red lipstick as this sign of power and solidarity because red lipstick was just kind of rebellious. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, or like Madam Walker, you know, hosting her beauty culturist conventions and at the same time promoting like women empowering women women funding women and um you know like 
like um, having a social activist atmosphere at her beauty conventions and that was like you know very early in the 20th century like when this modern beauty industry was being founded i don't know i'm like i could keep talking about this for so long but it's very interesting and it's also really good to know where these things come from yeah like that's what that's why i love like art history is because i know i love knowing where things are coming from and like why they are the way they are Mm -hmm. but also speaking of like history the egyptians were eyeliner for like to protect their eyes from the sun so i feel like makeup could also be like i know this is probably just a random tangent that i'm going on but like it's also functional so yeah there's so many because i feel like it's like functional and then like you said like with its history i don't really know what i'm going with but (laughs) no yeah i feel like it's also sometimes like a societal thing because i know like i mean in asia it's really big to be like light-skinned so people like will wear like light makeup or things like that to show like their wealth kind of so Mm -hmm. like i'm light so i don't have to work in the fields right or something like that so there's just like so many it's like an intersection of so many different history. It's just, I guess, associated with women because we're the people who, I like guess, usually are who it's marketed th- to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but then also there are boys out there who are and like men that wear drag and yeah. Well, that's like, the thing. Now it's you can look at if you define feminism as, you know, like equality. Mm-hmm. Of the sexes, like if that's how you look at feminism, which is how I look at feminism, yeah. um, in terms of equality, then I think this shift that we're seeing with like it being acceptable, like men, yeah, in you know stores on uh, promos wearing makeup, um, influencers who are men wearing the makeup, mm-hmm. promoting the makeup, it's then it is becoming like a feminist industry because it's not just being targeted to women. Um, And on Queer Eye, I don't know if we can say this, but like because we're not sponsored or anything, but Jonathan Jonathan (laughs) Vanessa, sweet, sweet man. I don't really know him, obviously. I don't, I'm not acquainted, but he is always telling the the men that they're working with on Queer Eye about how to keep like, a good hygiene and how to like see like the skincare guy yeah he's the right. skincare and he's the right. hair and so it's like not about being pretty it's about like self-care self-care, self-care. And honestly yeah. that's something that i feel like we should think about mm-hmm. is not that it's just that oh it's like forced on women it's targeted toward women so it's bad for women i think it's also you can look at it that it's bad that we have like bred self-care out of like what is masculine Mm -hmm. it's you know that like if you take Mm -hmm. care of yourself it's effeminate and it's and it's weird yeah and you know if you you have to be like burly and rough and everything to be like manly and it's like there's nothing wrong with taking care of yourself there's nothing wrong with trimming that beard and keeping it shaped moisturizing yeah and exactly at white men Using some sunscreen. <laughs> don't age well, a lot of them, you know? It's because sunscreen is a big thing. Skin cancer, wrinkles, age spots. I mean, all of these things, like, obviously they're going to happen at one point in your life because we're human, but you can help them. You can, like, take care of yourself. Yeah. Right. And I feel like it's people who are against it because I feel so like 
James Charles is like I don't really watch yeah, him but like I see you know I mm-hmm. see him on YouTube and I'll see like comments on his pictures and it's like these guys being like you're a you're a boy or like boys don't wear makeup and like that's like obviously like anti-feminist yeah because it's, it's like makeup's for everyone mm-hmm. and right but it's like makeup. it doesn't yeah. have to be it isn't like inherently mm-hmm. feminine exactly it's yeah. that we've made it feminine mm-hmm. yeah. and if you know it should be okay because yeah. that's a, also a very american thing i think yeah that it's mm-hmm. like for men to be masculine they need to like not take care of themselves yeah. you know and like have rough hands and you know yeah, it's like there's nothing yeah, wrong just, like, with wonder at what point we did that like it's just it's well dumb. i can tell you a little bit um so <laughs> here she comes so watch out um this is kind of related i think that everything goes back to marketing and people like in mad men and stuff like that i think that that generation the baby boomers have really influenced our generation and our world that we live in today because before then department stores for baby clothes this is like a completely different tangent thing no go for it but baby clothes were not like specific Uh uh-huh and all of a sudden they to make more money they made a boy section and a girl section and Uh they made the girl section pink and they made the boy section Mm -hmm. blue so that you had to buy clothes like specific to your child and like it just created more money and more like yeah like it was just for that for the sake of greed was the reason why we're I think so like dead set on this has to be a woman thing and this has to be a man thing it's just because someone along the way higher up wanted more money (laughs) and they decided that only women should wear makeup which doesn't make sense to me because obviously men can buy makeup and then that would create like a whole different audience for you. I don't know. They would just expand your um, customer. Like, yeah, I think, yeah, if that made sense at all. But <laughs> and I guess it's, I mean, I guess it goes along with like men, like you're not supposed to like care about yourself, I guess. You're not supposed to wear face masks. You're not supposed to like share your feelings and right, all these things. Right. And that has just been so problematic. You're supposed to fight it out. And then yeah. you're also supposed to have like, I don't know. Just, I don't know what I'm saying here. Yeah. Go I mean, on. So that, that's <laughs> yeah. the thing is that I feel like it's not that women should be as upset about, well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Because it's also, we are at, a point in time where we have the luxury to look at things like this because yeah. had we been this age in 1965 like society would have looked at us very differently for mm-hmm. being women and i think that's why it's fair for women who have lived a certain experience to feel like cosmetics or you know like the beauty industry is detrimental to feminism because it was at a certain time Mm -hmm. now I feel like it's it's not because it's different and it's changing and also everyone else can do it or doesn't have to do it and there's nothing wrong with it you know like makeup feels good when I like I love putting makeup on I just feel so much better about my day put a little when, I, pep like, in your step. when I put like concealer under my eyes even though it probably does nothing and <laughs> um and also like makeup is just a way 
for a lot of people, it's a way to express themselves. Like Maggie, you do it all the time. You yeah, girl. <laughs> express yourself <laughs> through your makeup that you do on people. And also it doesn't have to be like there's makeup, like stage makeup. And then there's like, I know this is also completely just everywhere, but there are people that do crazy makeup, but because they want to not because yeah, they're like looking like, for someone's approval. It's just yeah, because they, just how they, they wanted themselves. to do it. Yeah. yeah. But I'm thinking of like Kylie Jenner again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's an industry where like you can take as much as you take as much or as little of it as you want. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, if you want to wear a little mascara, you can. If you want to wear like full Lash on lick. face of crazy colorful makeup, you can also. Yeah. And you shouldn't feel bad for it. Yeah. And I guess all. it's just because like, I feel like no matter what, because to me, I never really thought of like makeup as like, I mean, I can see why people would be against makeup yeah cosmetics and like Mm -hmm. um together with feminism but i mean i guess it's also like um you could be the yummiest juiciest peach in the world and like there's gonna be peaches (laughs) yeah yeah and uh, so there's always i feel like there's always gonna be someone who's against it but then it's also like feminism it's like who really like defines it for you Mm because it's also like a personal thing yeah so i mean i've also i work in makeup and mm -hmm. i've been told you don't wear enough makeup Mm-hmm. and it's like i'm like i it doesn't matter like it yeah. shouldn't matter everybody yeah. knows that i can do makeup and like you know you've got an instagram you've got your like, portfolio uh, yeah and it's just like it's like when you said that thing about like red lipstick being a sign of rebellion and well like and that. it's, like, that it's cool. weird because yeah so prior to um i mean for a very long time like women and I'm only familiar with like like U.S. history mm-hmm. cosmetics, but for a long time, like women didn't. You know, it's like when you see movies that are set in like the 19th mm-hmm. century, like women are all like dolled up wearing a bunch of makeup because they didn't wear makeup. Yeah, it was like you wore makeup if you were an actor or if you were a prostitute. Like yeah. that was what you like. Those were the only people that wore makeup, and so it was like a. Um, it had a stigma mm-hmm. attached to it. And so when the flapper, which came after this Victorian era, it's like that was, they were wearing dark lips. They were wearing dark eyes. They were had these like, you know, arched brows mm-hmm. and it was very stark in contrast and it was rebellious. Yeah. It wasn't like... It wasn't to there this, was like it, sexual. Right. And there was like, I guess that you know there was kind of that initial like sexual revolution before the actual yeah. sexual revolution that was in like the 1920s um but so i mean i guess that's like an element of it but it's not tied to the makeup the makeup yeah. was like we are not this anymore mm-hmm. we are like this new woman mm-hmm. and so to me like you know yeah i look at it like that as you know they used it to you know set themselves apart and I feel like, yeah, like most people don't know about, like, the rich history of, like, the cosmetic industry. So, like, mm-hmm. especially men. Like, why would men know? Something like that. Yeah. So, I guess it can always be, like, misconstrued. But that is really interesting yeah. to learn about. It is. Makeup is awesome. I love it. Do y'all want to move on so we can... Yeah, self-love. We'll get toward the end. Self-love. Self what can love. we say? 
So self-love. I feel like it's a very trendy thing right now. Yeah. And it's just uh, come about recently. Steinfeld song. I love myself and I I don't need anyone else. else, Which is not true. Yeah. I need a lot of people. Like self-love is not like you should love yourself, but also by loving yourself. You you have to love yourself first before you can really truly love others. If you truly love yourself, you know that when to act. One ask dad. for help. Yeah, is that what I said? <laughs> and also you so. surround yourself with good people that you yeah. want to be around when you love yourself. Yeah. And it's also a mindset of you have to realize that like I am worth everything that I think I'm worth for. Instead of just like, it's like uh, sometimes people say they have like a lot of talk like, oh my God, I love myself so much. Oh my God, look, I like I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I love myself. But then it's at the end of the day, they still do things that yeah. aren't so good. A lot of people, because you're right, self-love is very trendy, but like self-love and then like self-worth, I feel like they're not, people don't always like equate them. Yeah. So yeah. Cause I think yeah. it gets misconstrued into like self-love is it turns into a little bit of like cockiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think there's humility yeah. in self-love. That is true. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of like, cause I feel like when people think of self-care, I feel a lot of people are like, um, face masks and when they right. do self-love it's like look at the selfie of me glowing at my best looking my best mm-hmm. and yeah it is pretty cocky because I and I mean I just I feel like whenever I see a post of that I'm like I'm glad you love yourself but also yeah I feel like it is important to take a step back and humble mm-hmm. yourself because maybe don't post that selfie maybe keep it for, for yourself, yourself. Yeah. just yeah it's like make it your background because then yeah. it's like what what's the point yeah is it it so that other people say that like you look great yeah and then i mean it's tricky it's like when we talked about social media Mm -hmm. last week it's like some people like you know can handle a certain amount they know themselves well enough that they're posting this and they're really posting it for themselves and not for anybody else yeah yeah and you never know like what someone's motive is but Never. it is hard because, like, there are plenty of people on social media who post selfies because they love getting those compliments. And, like, obviously, that's – if you're actually posting it genuinely and people happen to comment on it, like, that's cool, too. Like, it's not like we know what's going on in their head. But I guess it's, like, just making sure to, like, you know, reflect and know that you're doing it for yourself and not for anyone else. Because I, I did, like – I had, like – there was like a talk at like a retreat I helped on a while ago and this girl is a girl's talk and um she was talking about and I think it this is definitely something that um it's like words it's something that happens to a lot of high school girls or like girls around that age and she was just saying how in high school she just always found her self-worth in boys so it was very Mm -hmm. like okay, well, um, am I cute? Like, do boys like me? Yeah. Like, that kind of thing. And, like, I totally fell into that. Yeah, yeah, I still am in that. Because I didn't talk to boys in high school. So I was like, me I either. must be ugly. Because I mean, this is extreme, obviously. Yeah. But I was like, no boys like me. Like, what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh-huh. obviously, you know, maybe. And I look back now, and I'm just like, well, you, you know, you didn't get a lot of, of social interaction with boys at the Same. time. You went yeah. to an all-girls yeah. school. And, like, minimal interaction. So it's like. All the boys that you interacted with were dating your friends. So like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So it's like when I look at look at it now, I'm like, well, realistically, I don't really know when I would have had opportunity or like time mm-hmm. to talk to boys. But I yeah. mean, at the time, I'm like, I mean, I think boys should just flock to me somehow magically. Yeah, and because just, in yeah. movies you see like a girl is just sitting there at the 
Starbucks counter and then this guy walks up to her and is like, hey, you're cute. Here's my number. Yeah. Right. And I mean, even like, I feel like it was heaviest at high school. And then I feel like as I started like loving myself, I mean, then I got to college and I, I still didn't talk to that money boys. I was just like. Money boys. At that point, I was like, <laughs> I don't know why. Those money boys. Did I say money boys? I don't know. Sounded <laughs> no, like but it. we just wanted you to. Money too. boys. Yeah. And I feel like in college, I, at that point, I was like, I love myself a lot. I'm really cute. Boys still don't talk to me. What's going on? And <laughs> I mean, that's, you know. Yeah. Boys, just, you know, don't waste your time on them. I mean, you know, you can yeah. sometimes. But I definitely feel like I do yeah. that too. And it's just something that's really hard to get over. And just if you're going through this, audience, um, audience, we feel ya, mom. We <laughs> <laughs> um, um, just know that it is a thing. You're not crazy for thinking yeah, it because and you're not I think alone. me and Raniel, I think bonded over this. We're like, we're cute. Why oh, haven't? Time. What's wrong? Like, why aren't the boys flocking? Yeah, and, like that's that's a whole other that is another thing yeah but it also goes into (laughs) i guess we were confident we were like we are cute i guess like that's the thing and then people tell us oh or we see like movies and it's like oh the the way that you can like know that you're attractive know that you're cute is if a boy is like into you yeah and that's obviously dumb like yeah you can be super cute and then you know boys are shy and like intimidated by your beauty i swear there's a greek myth about that and i don't know what it is (laughs) but it's like this woman was too beautiful so like men would not like they wouldn't propose to her because she was like that beautiful is this real i want to know know. maybe i I think it is yeah like they came and looked at her but they like no one like wanted her as a wife or or something like that. I don't remember that one. I don't but know if I'm I sure dreamt it's real. This, but like, yeah, I don't know. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> as long as you, yeah, do like uh, words. I had like some thoughts bubbling Sorry. earlier and then I leave scum. Larry. But yeah, as long as you know you're doing like things for yourself. I don't really know where that's going to go, where I'm talking. But yeah. <laughs> Just um, good. take a step back and think. Am I doing this for me or am I doing it for other people? And also, if you are doing it for yourself or other people, ask yourself why. And if it's if it's a bad reason, then maybe rethink it and try to try to cut it out. I know that's way easier said than done. But yeah. like, Can I just say that yeah. like last week when I didn't have social media, which I'm just acting like, you know, that week that I <laughs> that I didn't have social media where I grew so much and I, you know, um, I wasn't taking, you know, and I don't take a lot of like selfies and post a lot of selfies in general, but I wasn't taking pictures of myself or if I was with my friend, I wasn't taking pictures of me and my friend or like taking videos when something funny was happening. And I feel like that's indicative of like, you know, if I don't have anywhere to put it, I'm not like going to take the picture. I'm not going to take the video because, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that like to me, that's a little bit indicative, at least with me, that's a little bit indicative of like, you know, that's why I'm usually doing it oh, when yeah, I'm yeah. taking the videos or I'm taking the picture. It's that I can put it on Snapchat. I can put it I on know, my it Instagram story. Because like the other day, yeah, when I went to go see that comedy show, like I took a picture of Patrick. 
And I mean, I posted it on Snapchat. And then he took a picture of me. And I'm like, well, you're not going to post that anywhere. But then I'm like, you don't have to. Like, right. I didn't say this out loud. Yeah. But I was just like, <laughs> just sometimes you can just him. take pictures of your, like, just for, like, to for look him. back on. And yeah. I, sometimes I do take, you know, like, little Snapchats and things. And then it's, like, so nice to just, like, look back and see my little yeah. album of memories. It's, it's funny because, like, I just took a picture of this cup filled with coffee <gasps> because it was pink and because it's October 3rd and on Wednesdays we wear pink. And, like, that is completely, like, why I took the picture was so that I could post yeah. it on Instagram. And then the, when during the summer when we went in the uh, – me and Raniel went and, like, had a photo shoot, w- like, the plan – remember? Oh, right. Very yeah. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a while. I was like, <gasps> And, like, the the end goal was to post those on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think like, I posted it. Did you? Pic- Wait, I don't think I posted any pictures from that day. I, I don't remember. Okay, well, I my – I get lazy when I edit pictures. So my too. end goal was to post it on uh-huh. Instagram. Oh, yeah. You posted, you posted some good ones. Thanks. Thank you. It was part of my Insta revolution of just doing it for myself. But at the same time, I feel like I'm still doing it to show other people that I'm doing it for myself. Yeah. And it's it's hard because it's so. like a, I feel like it's a gradual process. You're not going to just like love yourself. And I think it's also I mean, you are going to love yourself, but like you're not just going to like love yourself in a day. Yeah. And I think it's also a also process that's like you come in and out like you know it's like waves i'm doing a wave motion Mm -hmm. with my hands hand just yeah (laughs) like some days you really love yourself and then some days you're like wow yeah not today because sometimes i'm like am i a narcissist i love myself i'm not a narcissist that i know Mm -hmm. of but and then there's some days where i'm like "Mm, you're not looking that hot today real like yeah but not even just like physically I don't know, like mentally, yeah. like you have yeah, to. Yeah, that plays a lot into it when you're feeling good about like how life's going, you know, like you've been exercising and it's not like, oh, I'm losing weight. So I feel better about myself. It's just like I have endorphins because I was exercising mm-hmm. and I yeah. feel good and I look cute because I feel good about myself right now, you know. Um, and yeah, I mean, we're human beings. So yeah. like you're not going to do that. You're not going to feel that way every day. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you do most days. But. Right. Yeah. But yeah. And that's something like, you know, I, I like work in stores and sell makeup. Um, and that's something that is important to me that when I get people who are like, I have this issue and this issue and I want to fix this and fix this, that I am never like, okay, like we'll fix that Mm -hmm. thing that's wrong with you. I'm always I make it a point to say something like, you know, to negate that negative negativity yeah. and that comment <laughs> That's good. because it's like I you I don't want as somebody who puts makeup on people I don't want them to feel like they have to do it to fix mm-hmm. what's wrong with them yeah. or to make themselves look more beautiful. It's like you know it's like if this is an option that you want it's like when you wear like n- a nice outfit mm-hmm. or you wear like sweatpants mm-hmm. it's just like how are you feeling today you know do you want to dress it up a little bit more or do you want to just be like casual and comfortable and you know whatever it's like to me that's how I feel about that kind of stuff so you know mm-hmm. I don't know yeah Yee. definitely at free people I don't like saying that. When I, definitely. In when case I anybody work, was wondering, Teresa works no, at Free no, People. No, cut this out, Maggie. <laughs> so, free People, a.k.a. Free People. Free People. Okay. So when Her I necklace work, is from Free People. 
So is my shirt. And her and earrings. earrings. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what about the shoes? They are not. Surprise. Wow. These are from some Fire store. Her. Some. No, I'm. Okay, those got really disgusting in Paris because I wore them all the time. And yeah. Um, but okay. So what I was going to say is that people will be like, oh my God, I'm so old. I can't wear this stuff. Or people will be like, oh, well, I'm fat. I can't wear this. And I'm like, no. no and i tell them i'm like no you're not but like here you go and then they like don't believe me and i'm like okay well yeah it's like it i'm always just like stop with the negativity i'm like and it's so I, hard like, because like people don't like to hear like compliments yeah because they think that like i feel like they think i'm lying to them and i'm like no i'm not just saying this to make a sale like know that you are beautiful just the way that you are hey tux um <laughs> but just <laughs> It's just such a hard thing yeah, to be like. Yeah, it's definitely like a personal thing. But it's like it is. you try to talk up your friend. And I've had like so many friends who are like, you know, we're all insecure. But like they'll like not project their insecurities. But, you know, they'll talk to me about it. And it's like I don't think those things are true about you at all. I think all these good things about you. But like they don't believe me because, you know, I mean, like also goes back to like I feel like when I was really into like find not really into I'm still into boys. But when I was like finding my self-worth in boys, I was like, well, it doesn't matter if my mom tells me, my mom, obviously your mom's going to say, hopefully, always say great things about you, but <laughs> I was like, it doesn't matter what my mom says or, like, what these girls at school say, like, no boy thinks my eyes are, like, beautiful or anything like that, and that's dumb, but, like, but, I mean, yeah, um, words, yeah, like, it's just, it's I annoying think, how, I think yeah. when you give someone a genuine compliment and it comes from a genuine place, even if they don't want to hear it, it's they still hear it. it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Like, I think if it's anything, always it's just, worth, yeah. like, promoting positivity in other people's yeah. minds about themselves. Because it's it's better than not. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's, like, yeah, so I mean, dumb to say. Just, but yeah. Well, I mean, like, it. that's a good tip is just to keep it positive as much as you can. And whenever you find yourself going to a negative place just address it you know I think that talking about it even if it's to yourself like if you write it down in a journal Mm -hmm. getting it all out and then coming back to it later and being like okay well this is just irrational or like okay well yeah so that's sorry I don't want to cut you off no go (laughs) um that's something that um if you I'm into like cognitive behavioral therapy um my boyfriend actually really got me into it because he was into it um so there's this guy, David Burns. He's a um, psychiatrist. Uh, he is like one of the forerunners in the field of cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, and he came up with all these different exercises um, for like if you're suffering with anxiety or depression um, about changing the way that you think because that's the whole premise of cognitive behavioral therapy is not relying on medication and relying on like your own like the power of your own thoughts to change the way that you think and putting yourself in control and not like a medication Mm -hmm. um and i'm gonna look into this it's it's, it's awesome i I I can give you all books yeah (laughs) Um, so there's there's one where you you do a chart he has like this whole list of cognitive distortions um and so it can relate to a bunch of things, but with, you know, in terms of body image, there's like, you know, one that's like mind reading where it's, that's the cognitive distortion is like, you say like, 
oh, um, you know, everyone thinks I'm X. And that would be one of the cognitive distortions is like you look at this list and it's like, what am I doing by saying this thought? And one of them would be like mind reading and, you know, like assuming what other people are thinking about you that you don't know to be true. And so you would put that in the middle column and then after you would follow it up with like a rational response, which I always think of as like, if somebody else said that about themselves, what would I say to that person who isn't me in this case? And it's not always easy because there might be things that you truly, truly believe about yourself. Um, but when you just practice like writing it down and changing the way that you respond to the things that the ideas that pop up into your brain, it it becomes a habit and you start to think like, that's not true. I'm doing X, you know, I'm whatever the cognitive distortion is. Um, so, you know, there's real ways other than just to, you know, Cause it's, it is hard to just be like, you got to love yourself first. Mm -hmm. It's hard. Yeah. And that's why it's like, it's good to seek out concrete ways to, to love yourself and not just like you were saying before, like not just putting on a face mask, taking a selfie. Mm -hmm. It's like real concrete ways to change the way that you think about yourself. Yeah. And then in the long run, those are what's going to like last the longest. (laughs) That's awesome. I need to. Yeah, I feel like I need to do this like because do there's so much up here. I'm pointing to my head right now that just <laughs> like you literally described a situation that I find myself in a lot like mm-hmm. where I think, oh, all these people think this of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not true. And I wouldn't know that because there's no. Mm-hmm. But why am I thinking it? So it's just. Yeah, I think that this is helpful. Maggie. Yeah. Thank you. I want to be a productive person podcast because i don't know it's like i was just me listening back to our episode from last week i was like i'd want to hang out with us <laughs> like, i don't know that's how i look at it it's We're like when you cool watch gals. when you watch youtube or something it's just because it's like you're doing your makeup or you're you know cleaning your room and you want somebody to like hang out with you want to listen to something that's gonna you know just like give you a little bit of company yeah and good vibes some yeah good vibes and some bees gotta do it (laughs) maggie could cut this out (laughs) no you're more than welcome well should we wrap it up with like what we would say to our younger selves oh yeah oh god i know so many things wow yeah, this, I mean, are we about to cry? <laughs> we're about to all cry. Tearing up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like I already mentioned it, but I feel like I would tell myself to like, yeah, stop caring so much about what boys think and like finding myself worth in boys. Just you know, I mean, I'm pretty boy crazy. It's it's alleviated since then, but still there sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like that's one thing I would definitely want to drill into high school, Rinielle. Also, like you know. Do your, do your homework more ahead of time. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. What would you tell your younger self, so, Teresa? I would, Terry? Tell my young, I would tell my younger self, kind of similar to what Rainiel, but a little bit <laughs> added on. I just like accidentally played footsie for a second with uh, Rainiel. Sorry. Okay, continue. So, yes, don't put your worth into boys, but also don't 
let other people or what you think other people think of you determine your worth either because it's not true and they honestly like everyone just is thinking of themselves no matter what Mm -hmm. and so they don't care like they care about you but they don't care as much as like as to hurt you in some way or I don't know they're not judging you the way that you think they are yeah (laughs) and so just remember that and remember that if you start making up stories in your head about how people hate you they don't and uh, you should probably just talk to them instead of like thinking this and having it inside of you and creating this rage bubble that eventually pops and creates more Mm -hmm. conflict Mm -hmm. so that's my advice to my younger self but also it has made you the woman that you are today so i don't really know and i feel like there are pros and cons to to living life (laughs) yeah (laughs) but definitely i think going through experiences is better than being aloof to them so i feel like when i like i mean i feel like everyone says this but it's like i just wish i cared less what people thought of me Mm -hmm. i mean i even now i feel like i could I also could do care with a little less, less. Yeah, yeah me too but i mean i it definitely has was worse a lot worse yeah i mean i feel like that's like it's a time thing yeah. you can't just get rid of it because uh-huh. it's ingrained it's like a in big you. part of like puberty just like psychologically you're just like sorting things out in your mind figuring out your you know image like who you are so i think it's obviously like a natural thing that happens it right. also makes yeah. me like it's one of the things that makes me like scared to have kids one day i'm just like Maggie? Oh, (laughs) I don't know. I would tell my younger self to be a little bit braver about a lot of things and to not, I don't know. That's something that I'm telling myself a lot now, though. And it's something, though, that I see, like, parallels with where I don't want to take these leaps into making commitments or I'm scared I'm going to be rejected Mm -hmm. about more, like, adulty things. But it's like when I look back at when I was in high school and I – would not try out for the play for two years oh my gosh no. because i was so scared i, I was gonna be rejected i felt like i was too big and i felt like i was also scared of like the you know semester long commitment so that true, i was like, like I what if i end up hating this and then i'm locked into it and i see that in myself now mm-hmm. with like these careery things where it's like i'm not committing to like a lifetime of whatever it might be a few months and maybe it will be terrible you don't know yeah with the play it ended up being like a great That's experience so true, but you know like senior year i was like why didn't i do this last year guys i think we're pretty much done here yeah so uh that's it thanks for we listening will, thank you yeah body buzz image buzz beat. Thanks for listening. Flips pen. It's this you know. has been Between the Bees and Me, the podcast. That's us. I'm Maggie. I'm Teresa. And I'm Rielle. Signing off. Thanks for listening to Between the Bees and Me. If you guys have any comments, questions, concerns, topic suggestions, funny jokes, you can contact us at our email, which is btbampodcast at gmail.com. And you can follow us on our Instagram, which is at Between the Bees. Thanks. Bye.